This week on The Swear Wolves, we are joined by Leah from the Radical Sex Witches podcast to discuss two Canadian horror films, Ravenous and Blood Quantum. This Werewolf's Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. David. Yeah. About, I don't know, four-ish years ago, Mm -hmm. I had a really strong inkling to leave this country. Really? Yes. I was going to move. (laughs) What happened? Oh. (laughs) What happened right around four, four and a half years ago? Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. So um, I, I really thought about it, and there was places that I thought I would go, and they were all places that spoke English. Yeah. <laughs> because I was like, I don't want to have to learn another language. So it was like, well, I could go to England. And then I was like, oh. Yeah. But then you got to deal with British people. You go no. to Somalia, they have pirates. <laughs> what? Somalia. <laughs> Do they speak English? No. You'd learn. <laughs> but I wanted to go to places. So Australia. Yeah. But my wife hates snakes and spiders. Mm-hmm. Venomous snakes and spiders. And so then I thought, well, our neighbors to the north. There you go. It would be the only place to go. And considering we're in Arizona, we get a lot of Canadians that come down here. They move down here, um, at least in the um, wintertime. My neighborhood has signs up all over the place that says Canadians welcome, like to buy homes. Oh, okay. When it was a new neighborhood, it was like Canadians welcome. And I was like, did we not welcome them? <laughs> Canadians <But> I, <laughs> stay out. Like, what? <laughs> I put that sign up. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. I'm hammering it into the front of my lawn. Just, a, just a big X over a maple leaf. <laughs> <laughs> oh Canada go back home um <laughs> but I was like Vancouver would be nice yeah because that's like west coast west coast is the best coast right mm. um Quebec not so much because that's like French people or at least like, like even French people don't like the Quebec people I think like they're just like <laughs> hmm, they're not really French. it's like it's like saying people from New Orleans are French yeah they're not <laughs> but um I think even Canadians. I don't know. We should ask a Canadian if yeah. they like Quebecians. So phone a friend. So we're gonna phone a friend right now, and we actually have Leah on the line. Hi, Leah. <laughs> First time caller. Long time <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> Hi, you guys. Thank you so much for having. Well, me thank on you the for show. joining us. Leah actually uh, co-hosts a podcast. It's called the uh, Sex. Sex witches, right? Sex witches. The radical sex radical witches. sex witches. I knew there was a there was an adjective before that. <laughs> Sorry, I do listen. I just don't know the name. I of know it. you do. I love it. <laughs> uh, the radical sex witches podcast. Leah is a co-host along with Carla, and um, they have a weekly show on there. But uh, I, we asked Leah to join us this week. So Leah, tell us first and foremost, do you like people from Quebec? 
I am not answering this as my <laughs> first question on your show. And honestly, I've never, like, I don't need to educate you on geography. You can go Google this later. I've never been past Manitoba. Okay. And that's, like, after that province is, like, you know, where Quebec and, like, Ontario are and all the maritime provinces. So... I really don't know. I've had friends that have lived in Quebec that have come from West Coast and they say it's tough. And I mean, at one point, Quebec wanted to separate from the country, but the rest of the country said no and made them stay. So we'll just leave it at that. Wow. <laughs> I, thought, I thought at one time, though, like Quebec was like, we want to leave. And the country was like, OK. And then they're like, wait a second, we don't want to leave because they were going to lose out on like all the government funding i mean that's possible it was a really long time ago yeah. that that happened and i just i maybe remember that it was a vote and everyone was like fuck you you're staying here <laughs> yeah. that's true that's true well anyway thank you for joining us so you were up in the uh, great white north there we were just talking to you I before am. we started recording you're 10 hours north of vancouver Yes, I am in a city called Prince George. We are the northern capital of British Columbia, but if you look at the map, it's like really the middle of the province. But there's nothing bigger than us that's up here. And we maybe have about 80,000 people in the city in like the little like rural areas. Well, that's, a pretty, so. that's a pretty good that's size. That's decent though. size, yeah. 80,000, that's not like... It is decent. It's not too big. It's not too yeah. small. What else was I going to... Oh, your, your podcast, The Radical Sex Witches. So tell us a little bit about what The Radical Sex Witches is and how long you guys have been doing it and all that stuff. Well, we have only, well, I don't know. We record in advance. I think that there's today our 14th episode comes hmm. out yep. and basically we cater to women. Um, and Brett. And Brett. Patriarchy. <laughs> um, we talk about sexuality and uh, a lot of like witchy goodness, spiritual type things. And it's just, I don't know, really to bring females out of their shell and to talk about things that, you know, they might not be talking about with everyone else. And it's funny because when you and I started talking, Brett, I was like, you should go listen to this episode. It's called The C Word. Like that was my <laughs> intro to you yeah. was just us <laughs> talking about the C Word for like, I don't know how long, but it, I mean, we probably b broke a record. You know how many times they say fucking good fellas, like we smashed <laughs> that with just the C Word alone. So, you can and say. then after that, you actually asked me to be on your show. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I think the I think the cool thing is is like yes, the podcast is more catered towards uh, the female gender. However, I have as a man learned a lot, and also I think like it it's just good knowledge. Like I was telling you the other week, it's just like historical information too. Like Carla has a really good does a really good she job of like history. researching. And she's like, well, this is where you yeah. know, we get the mythology I, behind witches from or whatever. Or, yeah. or where, where the C word came from. Where, I, where? I, I tuned into that episode as well. <laughs> Did you listen yeah. to that? Yeah, I, it was awesome. It broke. <laughs> Sorry, I just okay. on your show. It's okay. You, you can say it. It's okay. You can say it. It's one of those things that it's okay. like, well, I guess we can say it too. I think we've said it. on the <laughs> Probably. I probably called someone a cunt, but I don't really care. <laughs> Down the rabbit hole we go. It doesn't take long. Does it doesn't. It? it doesn't. So, um, but of the two of between you and Carla, you are also um, and the witches kind of fall into that horror realm, yeah. I guess. Um, like not real witches. Like not like I'm talking like fictional witches. Like you know. Yes. Like stirring a pot. The cauldron and the cauldron and spells warts on the nose and brooms and shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like real witches or people that. Uh, believe in that stuff. They're usually just hippies. You, on the other hand, are also a horror fan. 
Yes. So I'm very much a harlot of horror. I love it. I've loved it since I was a kid. And that's one thing that I love listening to your show because we're like pretty much around the same age. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I know what you're putting down. I know what these movies mean to you. And when I listen to you guys, I'm always laughing along like I'm part of the conversation. We just have that rapport between each other to make everyone feel so welcome. And why would you not want to listen to this if you love horror? Well, I'm going <laughs> to, we're going to put that on a t shirt. That whole, that whole, <laughs> the whole, yep. Five sentences. That's, that's the new <laughs> Thank shirt. Thank you very much. Um, well, yeah, and that's kind of what we try to do is kind of like I was telling David this uh, the other day. Well, we were actually driving back from Las Vegas. It was a long day, but um, <laughs> we drove up and then turned around and came back. But I was like, I like to think of us as just two guys who are telling one person about a movie that we watched. And that one person just happens to be whoever Whoever's turns listening on yeah. to the podcast. But uh, it's just us talking about a movie that we watched and like just saying, okay, spoiler warning, we're going to tell you everything that fucking happens and we're going to tell you whether it's good or not. Yep. And sometimes we disagree. And yeah, and we'll go off on tangents. <laughs> we'll go stuff. off on tangents <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> so I love it. And another thing I love about your show is when you guys start singing together and then <laughs> laugh at your own jokes. Like that to me is just like, it, it brings me into the moment of yeah. what's going on, like what you're talking about. And I always laugh. And something very surprising to me, like, we're recording this at like 9.30 in the morning. The way that you guys talk and have fun with each other, it seems like you're having drinks and getting a little shit. <laughs> well, to be honest with you, we have done that before. <laughs> we are not opposed to having a drink before noon. Right. Um, we don't do that so much these days. It's been a while, yeah. Um, but we have done it in the past. There's been movies where I'm like, look, I need, we need to have a fucking drink to talk, to get, talk to get this, through this. Yeah. Because I'm not going to be able to get through it uh, sober. <laughs> but, uh, well, thank you again for joining us. And you actually, uh, I asked you to pick the movies. Yeah, don't hold it against me. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I believe you picked these because they are Canadian films. Yes, so, two zombie Canadian films. I thought it was important. And I had to look through your 140 plus episodes to see if you've covered these. And so I was really happy that you haven't. Yeah, did you ask? And then Brett was like, you got to go to our website and look. <laughs> I was I'm like, not going to fucking tell you. I think I said, here, just look. Here's our list. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to be here for a while. <laughs> you know, and the funny thing is, is we used to review three movies per episode, like in our early oh episodes. God. And then it was just like, oh, way too much. Yeah. Uh, to talk about and so now it's down to two maybe like give us another year we'll be down to one <laughs> then pretty soon it'll just, just be won't. like an episode of a tv show like, <laughs> and then pretty soon we just will be like horror huh well anyway let's sing yeah, this fucking let's sing song. a song and talk about dicks <laughs> <laughs> sing a song about dicks there you go <laughs> that sounds like my kind of show <laughs> <laughs> all right so the first now okay so i also asked you this too because i'm an ignorant american we all are. Here, here. We all are. Yeah. And um, I always think that Canadians speak French. Like all of you. Like you grow up and they're like, here's a hockey stick and here's a French dictionary. <laughs> Learn it. And, <laughs> and you'll mm-hmm. be able to. Also, curling. Like that's going to be a sport that you play in bars. And then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Bars. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Instead of darts. Bars in curling rinks. Oh, that's okay. how that works. No. <laughs> Um, there are many French speaking people in our country. The majority of them probably are all in Quebec. Um, I am not fluent by any means. I just know swear words in multiple languages and that's how I get by if I'm traveling. (laughs) But they do like, 
in I remember in elementary school, I don't know what it's like for the kids now. Like I had to take French from probably grade one up until grade seven. And I remember nothing. And, yeah. <laughs> but I do have there's French people in this town. There are French immersion schools. And I'm sure it's probably like that across the country. But it, I mean, I said this to you before, that would be the assumption that like all Americans know how to speak Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. Yeah. No. But we do know curse words. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and same. We know a little bit to yeah, get by. We know enough to yeah. like get beat up. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's my Mexican there, there you go. go. Um, okay, but that being said, I might need your help in pronouncing some of these names. Oh yeah, he's gonna I'm, butcher I'm, them. Well, you know what? I'm sure if you have any people tuning in from Quebec, they're gonna hate all of us and just. <laughs> well, they probably already do. The- they probably already do. So fuck them. All right, just fuck them. I don't care. <laughs> I'll answer that question. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Montreal someday and just get this shit kicked out of me. Yep. No, rec- no, because all I have to do is be like, "Don't touch me," and they'll be like, "All right, sorry, sorry." <laughs> so polite. So polite. <laughs> but they'll say it in French. <laughs> uh, okay. So the movie is called Ravenous. Yeah. The it, Ravenous. The, yeah. the Ravenous. I'm sorry. Le, les enfants. Les enfants. Les enfants. I probably watched that. They're like fake French. Yeah. Shut <laughs> yeah. up and get off the show. All right. We'll just call it The Ravenous. Uh, from 2017. The actual release date was September 8th, 2017. Do you know, I play this little game with David. If you already know, if you look this up, don't answer. But Leah. Uh, I didn't look it up. Okay. I know you play this game. <laughs> okay. So. What do you think was the number one? movie i'll go to you first leah what do you think the number one movie was on september 8th 2017 leah i smoke weed and i don't remember things so i'm just gonna go out on a limb and probably guess that it's something from the marvel universe okay so generically you say marvel universe david i'm gonna guess it oh it chapter one was it really was the number one movie nice did you look, no did you look no you cheated i did not okay I finally got one. <laughs> you did get one. It Chapter One was the number one movie on September 8th, 2017. What do you think the number one song was, David, for uh, September 8th, 2017? I'm going to go with The Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. <laughs> I'm in love, love with, with your body. body. <laughs> <laughs> Leah, uh, that was wrong. So I'm going to give you a chance to steal. What do you think the number one song? I'll give you a hint. It features a fellow Canadian. I can't feel my face. No. no. Fuck. I'm not a real Canadian now. <laughs> it uh, it features Justin Bieber. Oh. But actually, I think it was after the fact. Like, the song was already a hit, and then he's like, ah, you know what? Put my name in this, and I'll just sing a little something in it. It's uh, Despacito. Oh, yeah. By oh. Louis Fonzi and Daddy Yankee. Yeah. Featuring Justin Bieber. Despacito. Despacito. <laughs> Yeah, that's, not a, that's a fan. the real lyric, by the way. Something about caca. Caca, <laughs> Yeah, it's just a, it's a it's song, song about, about shit. shit. Despacito means I gotta go take a shit in Spanish. Yeah. This is in desperate need. Yeah. Of it's desperate. Yeah, to des- defecate. Des- yeah. Despacito. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. You gotta do a mashup. I'm in love with the shape of your shit. Um, <laughs> so I dreamed I took a shit, and now my bed sheets smell like, like shit. shit. I'm in love with the shape of shit. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> All right. I think one get... of the first things I heard when I listened to your podcast is it was the American Psycho, and you're talking about jerking off in the shower. I'm like, These are my people. <laughs> 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 Here we are laughing about shit now. So. Well, really, I mean, I'd rather jerk off in the shower than shit in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, why not both? <laughs> Do both at the same time. That's yeah. like one of those, like the world would implode. Yeah. It's like, so pleasurable. It's like just so, it's like you come and shit just at the same time. Too much release. Time. Yeah. It's like the only way that could get better is like if you were like dr- drunk. Yeah. The ultimate relaxation yeah. and high. You just, Yep. Your body just, just implodes. Just a spotting moment. Just <laughs> yeah. there. He wakes up in bed. Oh. Um, okay. So this movie was written and directed by Robert Aubert. Aubert? Aubert. Aubert. Um, music by Pierre-Philippe Cote. Uh, it stars some people. I mean, listen, it stars people, but it's not like anybody that we know. No. Mark andre Grodin as Bonin. Bonin? Bonin. Mm-hmm. Bonin, maybe? But he was actually in Goon 1 and 2, and that was like... Goon? With, um, what's his name? Oh, Sean yeah. Shot, yeah. The hockey movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but Sean Wayne... Come on. Goon <laughs> was huge, man. Go Where? watch that. Where? Canada? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually created by Canadians, too, like Jay Baruchel. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know Jay Baruchel. The writers. Yeah, I remember seeing that that movie. Like I didn't see the movie, but I saw. I like, think I saw it. The cover, the cover art, or something. Yeah. I watch them; they're awesome. Are they? Are they as good as? Uh, what's that other one? What's that other hockey movie? Slapshot. Slapshot. I would say it puts it in a realm. Like at least the first one. There's a lot of fighting. No, oh, what's his name? Liev Schreiber is in that. Um, is in Goon as well. Is like the oh, one yeah. of the antagonists hmm. against um, Sean Long Scott. The other hockey movie that was really great, Young Blood. Do you remember that movie? With fucking Rob Lowe? No. No. Come on! You guys don't remember that movie? No, I remember the oh. Mighty Ducks movies. The Mighty but. Ducks is all fucking overrated. Young Fuck Blood. Young Blood with Rob Lowe. It's like 1980s. And of course, Rob Lowe is like the best hockey player, right? And I think his name is Young Blood. And, uh, you know, he's also like the prettiest man in the world. Yeah. Even to this day. I saw an Atkins commercial the other day. Oh, yeah. I was like, a, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? He doesn't age. <laughs> He's a vampire. Yeah, he is. It's all those fucking Atkins bars he's been eating. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Mark Andre Groden or Gron, whatever, he was in uh, Goon. Go check that out. One and two. Um, Monia, listen, uh, there's other fucking people. The budget, I don't know what the budget was, and the box office was 182000 I'm guessing 182000 American, which is like a billion dollars in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like 14 million loonies is equivalent to $14. Yeah, I remember that reference to you guys. <laughs> loonies and toonies. Um, I wish we had names for our, for our money that was like not just saying a quarter. Yeah. Like if we were just like uh, Georgie. You got a Georgie on you? Yeah, yeah. We got like Benjamins. We got Do you have those. a Looney? Do you have a Toonie? Yeah. We've got those. I know. That's what I was saying. Like, you guys got cool names for your money. We're just like a quarter, a nickel, a dime. And nobody even likes change anymore. No, I usually throw it away. Well, pennies. <laughs> you throw them away. I throw pennies away. Yeah, fuck pennies. We don't even have pennies anymore. They got rid of them. See, Canada is so much smarter than us. <laughs> I'm fucking tired of pennies. All other changes goes in the cup holder in my car and just stays there forever. <laughs> Until it all melts together yeah, in the air. And, and then I throw it at somebody. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, let's talk about this plot. Okay. So, as Leah said, this is like a zombie film. So, I'm just going to throw that out there right now. I'm not going to bury the lead on that anymore. But um, it opens up. We're at a racetrack. Yeah, like a dirt racetrack. Yeah, and they're like racing like, I don't know, like Formula One. I don't know. I, I, I am so not. Race cars. Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Car racing. Yeah, like that they is, go fast. They yeah. go around and in, in circles. circles. In dirt. <laughs> um, and this race car driver, he's like making out with this woman. Yeah. Mm. 
<laughs> they're going at it. Oh yeah. And uh, this other woman is staring at them kind of off in the distance and the couple stops and the, the woman who was just getting made out with was like, can I help you? Like really all, Oh no, yeah. the race car driver. The driver that. does. Yeah. But the other woman, cause she kind of looks like a bitch. Anyway, <laughs> the woman who was staring at them charges at the makeout woman and like bites, bites her, her neck. throat. Yeah. And blood yeah. gushes. That was, that was the opening. Yeah. And then it's Here like, we go. and now we're in the aftermath. So that was like, boom, this was the, this was like, like the, the walking start. dead. Yeah. Like when the walking dead, uh, first, do you watch the walking dead? Absolutely. I got a Michonne tattoo with her. Nice. Oh, that's oh, awesome. There you go. Very awesome. cool. Um, so the walking dead first episode, we see Rick and he's going out there and, uh, he like some guys going crazy in the middle of the street. Right. And he like shoots him. That was like the first zombie. Yeah. Yeah. And then he passes out and all of a sudden he wakes up and it's like six months later. Yeah. That's kind of like this movie, except for nobody passes out. But we're in the aftermath of the zombie apocalypse now. And um, we're in rural regions of Quebec. And they're decimated. And zombie there's, apocalypse. There's only a few survivors left. And we meet um, Bonin. Bonin? Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. I had a hard time knowing what people's names yeah, were I didn't in this either. movie. Yeah. I was just like, there's that guy. So there's yep. like, I say Bonin. <laughs> Bonin. How'd he get that name? Because he lays pipe. He's like, no, actually, when I, when I get chicken French, wings, probably. I just get Bonin. <laughs> That's, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He likes, he likes his wigs. He likes his wigs bone in. So they're just like, hey, look, bone in. <laughs> He's like, no, I fuck, guys. I fuck. I really do. Yeah, yeah right. sure you do. Sure you do, buddy. <laughs> it's like an ironic name, how you call someone tall, like short. Yeah, yeah. He's shorty. <laughs> He's shorty. And then he comes around and you're like, hey, look, bone in. He's a fucking virgin. <laughs> He's like, no, I did. I have a girlfriend. And they're like, where? In Canada? And he's like, oh, well, I guess we are in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> he's like i have a girlfriend she lives in florida yeah sure you do pal <laughs> getting catfished <laughs> it's fucking trump on the other end <laughs> Got another one <laughs> jerking off his little cheeto dick all right <laughs> that would be a better movie there you go <laughs> no offense i like this movie but that would be funny trump is catfishing people <laughs> that'd be awesome <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Catfishing people in Canada. He'd be really bad at it though, because all of the, his Trumpisms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you'd know it was him, like right oh, away. Yeah. He's like, well, "What about that election? Stolen, huh? Yeah, rigged." <laughs> <laughs> Many people are saying it. <laughs> oh shit! Bonin has this friend Vizina, and they're like going around, and it's like I don't know. They're like a cleanup crew. I, I that's what I kind of almost got is like they go around and just shoot zombies and then like burn them, keep the area yeah. safe. Yeah. Yeah, and they tell like stupid dad jokes to pass the time. Yeah, I actually laughed at the first joke. I thought it was funny. What was the first joke? Did you write it? Was, it down? Uh, yeah, it was like guy goes to a doctor. And the doctor says, uh, "Sir, you have to stop masturbating." And he's like, "Why is that?" And he's like, "Because I'm examining you." <laughs> yeah, I thought that was I thought that one was pretty funny too. I, was like, I like uh, that. Uh, um, so they're on their way back. That's kind of, they kind of just pass times, and and we feel like their relationship is I don't know from school. Like, they've known each other for a long yeah. time. Yeah. They've grown up in this rural town together. It's like, you know, you know, those people. You, like, grow up in a rural town. You stay there. Yep. You know everybody. Yeah, they go way back. Um, they're driving back to, I guess, wherever their camp is. And Vizina sees something off in the distance. It's like a woman and a child. Yeah, and he says something about... Didn't he say something about that child, like, went to school with, like, 
his kid or something, something like that yeah yeah they he says that he knows the both of them and i mean if you're living in a really rural place literally you just said everybody knows everybody mm-hmm. yeah so the people running around trying to eat you you <laughs> you know i'm like oh we go way back please <laughs> hey, don't eat me that's jimmy um, <laughs> also stop masturbating <laughs> um <laughs> so he sees them and he's like i'm gonna go i'm gonna go up to them and uh bonin's like no don't yeah and he's like ah just wait right here um so he goes up there he takes a gun with him like he's trying to be careful yeah and the and the chick starts laughing doesn't she i'm trying to remember i don't remember yeah she starts laughing she pops out of nowhere he's like looking around because he looks back she's gone and then he hears something in the bush yep and he goes in he gets velociraptored yeah, and then he all of a sudden he hears this giggling behind yeah. him, and there she is. Yeah, and then, he, and then he looks around, and he's surrounded. He's surrounded by zombies. Yep, by the other raptors. He didn't even know was there. <laughs> yep, and uh, Bonin. Now we're back to Bonin, and he just hears a gunshot go off, and he knows his his buddy is gone because he just knows it. So he he heads out of there. Oh no, he comes well, back. I'm he comes sorry. back, but Fuck, he's but he's I, I fucking watched this movie the other day. <laughs> but he's been bit. Yeah, he comes. He's back. not long for this world. And he's been bit, and so uh, the, he loads him up into the back of his truck, and they yeah. drive and they drive away. But he bleeds to death, yeah. And he ends up bleeding out. Uh, he goes back to the camp, and he tells the guy that uh, Vizina has died, and the guy hacks up Vizina's remains in the back of the truck. So he can't come back. Yeah. So he can't come back. And then Bonin asks where this fourth guy is. So there was four guys who were all in this camp together, and Bonin asks where that fourth guy is, and the one dude says. He left a couple days ago and he hasn't come back. Yeah, so so they're kind of like okay, he's probably well, gone. He's probably dead. And then in Bonin's bunk is Tania, and uh, she's a young woman who has been bit, and she keeps saying that it was a dog that bit her. And they're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But she's tied up, and so Bonin's like, okay, well that's that. And it's kind of a funny gag too because he's telling her because he thinks that she's been bit by a zombie, and he's like explaining the process of what happens to your body and everything when you turn. Yeah. And then we find out she had earplugs in. Oh, yeah. So she didn't hear anything he said. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Can Um, you repeat all of that? (laughs) The other thing I wanted to say was we meet another survivor, and this is Celine. And she drives um, alone, and she's, like, stopping, and she, like, kills infected people with a machete. She's kind of like uh, the Michonne. Yep. (laughs) Celine is so badass. Like, all the women in this film are fucking badass. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Um, And she she wanders. uh, So we're going to meet, like, we're going to have like three different stories going on until they all inter, inter, um sect. Um, so Celine, she wanders onto this property of these uh, two old women. Um, are they wives? I took it that no, way. No, I don't think so. I think they're just friends. It's Pauline oh, okay. and Therese. Right. Yeah. And Therese is Vizina's mom. Or, yes. Yes. And I knew that, but I thought, for some reason, I thought they had a relationship. I thought they were like Yeah, that's kind of what I thought, but... No, that makes sense. Really? Maybe. I did, but it doesn't matter. Uh, but yes, you're right. Therese uh, is uh, Vizina's mother. and um, But anyway, so Celine comes on there, and they go at her with guns, and they're like, strip down so we can see that you're not bitten. And once she proves that she's not bitten, they take her in. Yeah, and they're like, right. yeah. They offer her beer right away. Yeah. It's like, all right, you're good. Well, because Want they drink? see a car seat in the back of her car. Yeah. And they but figure no baby. out the type of loss that this woman has gone through. And so yeah. once they see that, they're like, all right, you're yep. not bit. Yep. Let's drink some booze and you can stay here <laughs> as long as you want. Yep. yep. And then the third group we see um, is this old man, Rial, and mm-hmm. a young man. And uh, Rial is like a real, uh, like an older, older guy. 
And he had to, they both basically tell how they had to kill their own loved ones. Um, yes. Rial had to kill his wife. And then the young man had to kill his mom, had to kill like, yeah, his whole family, I think on right. the farm that he grew up in. Um, so they start traveling together and they're just kind of walking around. So back at Bonin's camp now, the guy who hacked up the Xena is uh, just out in the woods, kind of like he heard a noise or something. He's just kind of out there, like, looking to see what's going on. And that fourth guy that I talked about, he comes back, and he's a zombie. Right. And he kills that dude. Yep. Bonin then unties Tania and puts her in the truck, and they drive away to, to escape out of there. And that was a really cool tense moment, too, where they're trying to keep as quiet as possible. Like, they don't want to make any sounds. So right. they're, like, opening the car door shutting slowly. Shutting it very softly. Shutting it very softly. That makes me think, like, this film in that aspect makes me think of A Quiet Place because, yeah. like, you yep. are so quiet. And the, the whole film is really silent like that, too, with very, like, moody music in very specific places. Other than that, like, you're hearing the crickets, you're hearing the yeah. birds and yep. the wind and all that shit. So it plays a very big role in this film. Yeah, yep. definitely. And that zombie jumps on the truck, too, that's, and then they... <laughs> that's a pretty cool kill. They shoot the... It like, is a cool Shotgun film. it to the head. Like yeah. the head explodes. That was cool. Um, they're they're driving around and they just stop, and uh, they park in the middle of this road. And then this this like dude comes up and he's dressed in like an army uniform, and he comes up. Yes. And he like scares ah. them <laughs> as a joke, ah. and he's seemingly clueless about what's going on. Yeah. And um, and he busts Bonin's balls. He's like, oh, you got. He's like busts his balls about like having a girl. He's like, finally, you got a girl. Maybe you're right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, boning. <laughs> Are you boning this girl? Mm -hmm. um, but the army guy is like crazy. And <laughs> Bonin even explains that because he says that he's been yeah. returning from the war for ages. Uh, but the problem yeah, is, is he never left. Yeah, he never went on. Yeah. What he uh, said. Yeah. So he's like mentally like unstable. So yeah. he just kind of wanders around. So that's why he doesn't know what's going on because he just doesn't have the cognitive ability to understand right. that. They, uh, Bonin and Tania, they come across this old barn. They just leave that army guy, by the way. They don't even like try to help him. Yeah, they offer him a ride or anything. He's like, well, see you later. Hi, I'm going home. And you just see him carrying on. <laughs> But they come across uh, another, like, uh, farm. Yeah, they're, like, looking for supplies. And they go look for supplies, and they meet a young girl, Zoe. And um, Bonin also sees in a field, like, there's a bunch of infected people, like, in the field. And he observes they're all gathered around, like, this stack of, like, found objects. Yeah, it's just like a pile of junk. It's like a pile of shit. And they just <laughs> keep bringing stuff to it. And... I don't know. We could talk about this afterwards when we're like giving our review. Yeah. But I kind of didn't even understand what that was. I guess it was just like a, they just didn't know what to do. And that was kind of like Dawn of the Dead where they go to the mall because that's what they did. Or this things is, that remind them of their past life or something. And they're just stacking it up and just like looking it's at it. It's almost got like, like a religious element to it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, we can talk about that after <laughs> after we're done uh, with the rest of the movie. Anyway, he sees this and he's like, I don't know what the fuck that is. So they take Zoe, they get back in the truck and they start driving again. And then that army dude scares them again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> God damn it. Stop it. And he thinks he's really funny. 
Yeah, he actually is the one that tells them, like, I've seen something out on Route 8. Oh, yeah. Something is something going weird. on. They go to look at it, and that's, that's when, like, Bonin sees that massive pile. Yep. And he's like, what the fuck? And then one of those zombies sees him and screams, alerting all the other ones, and then they run back. And it's another, like, oops, sorry, chase sequence. Yeah. Yep. And they also know, like, the zombies... Uh, the uh, Therese and Pauline, that house is like in the path of the direction that the zombies are going. So he's like, all right, so now we got to go to their house to warn them. Yeah. And the other thing is, is that Therese was contacting Vizina through uh, CB. Yeah. And she was wondering where he was because, like we said, that's his mom. And, uh, and Bonin didn't really know what to say. He didn't say anything back. He was just kind of like, fuck. Yeah. So they go to, they go to Therese and Pauline's house. Bonin tells Therese that, Vizina's dead and this is kind of where we realize that it was his mom because she starts breaking down mm-hmm. she has her moment but then she kind of like regroups those those older women are tough as shit yeah like they're really like <laughs> you know they yeah <clears throat> they don't take shit the group realizes that the house is in the path of the infected invasion and they then the infected people start to swarm in and again this is another really good tense scene where they're starting to come into like don't they go out and they like start hearing noises yes. at night. Yeah, and they then, go and they they set a bunch of mouse traps in the yeah. forest because they say that like the women, the old women are like, we're gonna stay here in this house. And Celine's like, no, they know that we're here and we need to go. So they set up all of those traps. Yep, and you start and to slowly, one one, yep, start hearing them go off. Yep, yep, and it's like all around them. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's really cool because you hear one go off. Yeah, and it's over here, and then another one over there goes off, and then yep. another one, and then it's like. Like all over the place, so that's that's a pretty cool audio clue mm-hmm. to the viewer that that's what's happening. Without seeing that happen, you you hear what it's happening. Yep, they're like, we got to get the fuck out of here. So they're gonna go. I don't. Someone someone says something about there's a place that has like a bunker. Yes, and they they're like, we can head there, and that's where we can like be safe. Right. And so except when the zombies swarm the house, like they are taking off. They're not planning this. They're like running through fields and forests, like with nothing besides what they had in their pockets. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then uh, one of the older ladies teaches Tania how to use a gun. And uh, she's like, here's what you do. And she's like, if someone something comes out and is growling, shoot. Yep. Needless to say, that pays off right about now. Uh, the army dude pops up to scare the group once again, ah. and Tania shoots him, <laughs> kills him instantly, which to me was the greatest payoff to that joke. I loved it. Because in my head, when he scared him the second time, I was like, all right, the next time we see this guy, he's going to be a zombie. That's that's just where my head was right. going. And the fact that he pops out and he's not, and he was just trying to scare them again, and then he gets shot, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. It's very uh, Bill Murray uh, <laughs> yeah. Zombie yeah, Land. It's funny because they the group doesn't want Tania to feel bad. And so I think Bonin looks at him, and looks at Demir's, and is like, Oh, well, he was bitten. Yeah, he, he was infected anyway. But I don't really think he was actually bitten. And everyone's like, yeah, he was bitten. Yeah, he, he, he was, was going to be a zombie, right? Yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is right about the time where they encounter the old man and the young man. And uh, at first, like, they're just walking by them. And it's kind of like, again, I have to, I hate to keep up, bring up Walking Dead, but that's like the most... Oh, this movie is very Walking Dead. Prominent yeah. zombie story that's going on right now. But it's like in The Walking Dead when there'd be groups of people traveling and they'd see another group of survivors 
and they don't want them to invade their group because yeah. right? they're afraid that they can't are trust them. Are you hostile? Them. Are you, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So there. Riel is also injured with his own bandage on his leg, I believe it is. And I think that that's why they don't want um, Riel and T call to like join their group because that guy's fucked up and bitten. Yeah, yeah. that could be it too. Um, so they kind of just spot him and they watch him walk by and both groups kind of just look at each other. And they just go about their merry way until um, Zoe gets spotted by uh, some of the zombies are out in the field again, just staring off into fucking Lord knows what. <laughs> and uh, they hear something and the one zombie turns around and sees Zoe just standing there. And uh, Rial actually saves her. He stands in front of her and pretends to be a zombie. And apparently they're like, oh. And they buy it? Yeah. They bought it? Yeah, <laughs> like, I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> because they're all standing in front of their their like pile of possessions. And it has some sort of power over them where they just kind of like stand there and stare in a, in a hypnotic trance yeah. almost. It's like a right? lava lamp. That's what I would have brought. Yep. My lava lamp. Did you ever have a lava lamp? Uh, no, my sister did yes. though. I went through a phase. I was so you know like that every other decade kind of yeah. thing where it's like shit from comes back. Yeah, shit from the 1990s. Even though that was more than 20 years ago, uh, shit from the 1990s I feel is like popular now, mm -hmm. like styles. But in the 1990s when I was in high school, shit from the 70s was popular. And yep. so there right. was a moment in time where I had beaded curtains. <laughs> In my room. <laughs> and a lava lamp. I had a lava lamp. Some I had a black, black light. light posters. I had a black. I didn't oh. have a black light poster. I just had a black light, which, you know, being a young kid going through puberty, I turned that black light off. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> there were spots everywhere. <laughs> on the ceiling. Oh, everywhere. I was like, how the fuck did it get up there? It's um, on your face. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that reminds me of a. Did you ever. Did I ever talk about this? There was a sketch comedy group called um, uh, Upright Citizens Brigade. Did you ever watch that show? It was on Comedy yeah. Central back in the day. I'm somewhat familiar. Um, they had this sketch one time where uh, it's like an investigative reporter and he goes into a, a hotel room and they're like, we're going to put the black light on and see how dirty this hotel room is. <laughs> mm -hmm. So the camera points over to the bed. They turn the black light on and there's like shit, you know, all over the place. And it's so kind of riddled, nasty. riddled with semen. And so they go back to the reporter who's standing there and he's got his microphone and the black light's still on and the reporter's got shit all around his all mouth, around his mouth <laughs> just like dripping everywhere. Uh, and he doesn't realize it. He's like, yep. So this is a very dirty. <laughs> 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 hilarious that's wonderful uh if you ever get a chance watch upright citizens brigade that show is fucking hilarious um anyway what are we talking about oh so real saves them or saves her so they kind of just say okay well all right you're you one can, of us now you can join us and they come across this cabin and inside they find a note from some survivor who says stay away from town and they're going to route 113 113 yeah a lot of shit starts happening this is kind of where the movie starts to pick up a little bit um, Pauline gets bitten and she gets attacked. Yes. Yep. And so Therese has to like kind of put her down. She gets her face chewed off, like yeah. half of her face, and it's so brutal. It is. It's it gross is. looking. And she's just sitting there and she. With her face hanging off. But again, she's just kind of like, all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's not like, ah, oh, this it. hurts. Yeah. She's kind of like, eh. And she's not like, don't, don't, don't. Maybe I won't, maybe I won't die. Yeah, nah. Do Which it. is what I would do. Do it up. If I got bit, I'd be like, no, no don't shoot me. <laughs> yeah, let's just wait and see. sitting there and they're like, this is, this is what it is. And my friend's going to have to put me down. So. Yeah. Ugh. So, so fucking heavy. I don't know how I would deal with that. Yeah, that'd, that'd be rough. Yeah. At the same time, the kid gets bit too. Well, Rial 
He was bitten earlier, much to Leah's point, and he turns yep. and he bites T. Call, who is the young man. Celine, who is the badass like Michonne chick with the with the uh, machete, she then kills Rial and kills T. Call. Yep. Um, who says his real name was Remy at the end? He's like, my real name is Remy, and she's like, okay, and then she kills him. <laughs> she kills him. She's like, good. I'm glad. She's like, well, <laughs> sorry, Romy. He's like, no, no, it was Re- oh, dead. Like, so why, why, why go by T. Call? Like, what is that? I, I don't know. There's no backstory to that. And I also noticed that um, earlier in the picture, little tiny Zoe, she's talking about her cousin who's named T. Guy. And I was just like, yeah, what is, is T? I, I thought that was meaning? weird, too. And at first I thought that that was that the, was the cousin. Yeah. So and I, then I was like, how come they're not recognizing each other? And then I was like, oh, it's a different name. Yeah. T. Call. I T. totally thought the same thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was like, that's his cousin. And I was like, no, that's not T. Yeah. Call, T. Guy. Yeah. Two different T's. I don't know. That must be like a yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like a nickname. Like yeah. Skippy. We'll have to Google it after <laughs> like, the fact. Or not. Who cares? Jerry um, and Larry. Fuck <laughs> the French. <laughs> Canadians. All right. I like France. <laughs> I gotta say. I gotta. I gotta distinguish that. Uh, anyway, um, the remaining members of the group they come across an infected woman who's playing with this doll. And at first, I thought oh it was God. a real child. Yeah, because we only see her from behind, and we hear a baby crying. Yeah, and it's all in a fog-filled field. Yeah, a lot of fog. feeling. Yeah, and uh, Celine goes up to her because Celine, as we pointed out earlier, we know that she was she is a mother, but her kids seemingly yeah. all died, and she had a baby or a young child because she has a car seat in the back of her car, and she tells the group to kind of chill out, and she goes and approaches the woman. And we see that the woman is like just playing with a doll. She's like pulling, pulling the string, pulling the string, and it's crying. And uh, Celine hacks her, but uh, the woman screams actually first, right? Like yeah. the the zombie woman. Oh yeah, yeah. And she like screams, and then Celine hacks her, and then there's like this horde of infected yeah. people that like attacks them. A ton of them. I almost wonder if that woman was set as a trap. Maybe if you think about yeah, it. yeah, that makes sense because. She's sitting there in the field by herself making this sound. They know, the horde knows that these humans are out there. And the second that she screams, yeah, um, the horde comes for them and like all fucking hell breaks loose. And that kind of makes sense because it's seemingly, they seemingly have brains. Yeah, they got a little bit of intelligence. Because they hunted Vizina earlier in the movie. We saw them kind of lure him into the forest. And yeah. then all, yeah. like attack him from all sides. So that would make sense that they used her as bait. And maybe they had to like evolve the way that they attract people. Yeah. Like they started with one of those pull things with barnyard animal sounds. And they're like, no, nah, that doesn't work. <laughs> the cow goes. <laughs> <laughs> the chick goes. <laughs> like, no, no, we got to get people, a baby. A baby doll. By, they're like, you're not going to trick us. No. We know that's not a real chicken. <laughs> that's clearly a Bart Simpson doll. <laughs> yeah, the Bart Simpson doll. It's like, it's don't like, have a count, man. Like, shorts. Yeah, no, not phoning anybody. <laughs> Therese. So, so okay. So, who do we got left? We got Bonin. We got uh, Tania or Tanya or whatever her name is, uh, and Zoe. So the group that started out in the truck together, kind of. Uh, we got Therese, who's the older woman, and we got um, Celine. And Therese is like, they're, they're all going to run. And Therese is like, basically, yeah. you guys go ahead. I'm going to yeah, sacrifice. My, my cardio is not up to par, <laughs> so like, I'm not going to make it. Fuck the, yeah, and she knew that. So she stays behind. She sacrifices herself so Bonin can escape with Zoe. Celine, she also 
She just fucking starts hacking. She's zombies. yeah. She hangs she's back. She's just a fuck it up. Mm-hmm. She's so badass. She's got nothing to lose. Yeah, she's already lost everything. So she's like, she sacrifices. They, everybody sacrifices she, themselves yeah. in this movie. She by the way, got. her blood spray is so epic when she like because she's chopping everybody, and eventually she does get bit. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, she makes a great dent before she yeah. gets mm-hmm. bit. But when they get her, it's like, psh, yeah, this massive it was pretty cool. Of blood, but it was pretty <laughs> Um, Bonin is carrying Zoe, but he gives Zoe to Tania. Yeah, hands and, her off. And he sacrifices himself by leading the infected away from where they're going. Uh, Tania then hides Zoe in some tunnel and tells Zoe that she's like the strongest one. To which, if I was Zoe, I'd be like, okay, whatever. You're fucking leaving me? Yeah, don't like, abandon me. I'm a child. So tiny. Everybody's tiny fucking girl. sacrificing themselves to save this little girl, which I appreciate. But then it's like nobody thought ahead and was like, okay, if we all sacrifice ourselves, then she's going to die because she can't take care of herself. Yeah. Like, we need to, like, <laughs> one of us needs to just stop being so heroic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to which I would have volunteered. I've been like, I'm really good with kids. I'll take good care of her. You guys go sacrifice yourself. Yeah, exactly. I will, I'll, I'll live. I will run this I'll way. I'll remember with her. you. I will honor you. Yep. Yeah. I will honor you by taking what's her accordion name again? lessons what's or something. Her name again? Zoe? I will yeah. take Zoe. I will take Zoe. <laughs> yeah. I'll take little Joey here. Like, no, no. Yeah, fucking Tania is still carrying her goddamn accordion all over God's, yes. God's green. And I kept wondering, he's like, when is she going to play that thing? <sighs> she didn't. That's, I, a, that's t- ringing the death bell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Unless you're Weird Al. <laughs> like you need to put the accordion down, down. Yeah, she knows all of her good polkas <laughs> yeah uh she disappears uh as the infected continue to swarm and she sacrifices herself and i even wrote here in my note all the sacrificing it no one bothers to think who's going to be there for zoe to help <laughs> her survive um zoe emerges and she finds uh bonin and he's got a shotgun pointed at and himself. he's been bit yep and he's been bit and bonin says listen go look for tania and leave me alone. And Zoe sets off alone. And uh, she knows that Tania's dead though. Because she found her. She finds the accordion. Accordion. And she's like, I know that bitch but wouldn't she, leave this accordion. Gun for, puts her gun down to take the accordion. Because she saw it was something that meant something to Tania. Is that what you thought? I thought she was just a dumb kid. Who was I, <laughs> or I thought, I thought she ran out of bullets or something. And she's like, ah, this thing's heavy. <laughs> So I'm going to carry a fucking accordion. Well, she's like, I so just light. happened to know how to play <laughs> piano. It's all, similar. I just need to you squeeze the bellows and yeah. She's like squeeze box. Yeah. Isn't that, a, isn't that the line in that Weezer song? I got my squeeze box. Oh no, that's, I got my hash pipe. <laughs> I got my squeeze box. I don't know how box. you got that mixed. I don't know. I was just thinking, isn't there a line in a song that says I got my squeeze box? There's a box? song by The Who. Something, uh, mama's got a squeeze box. Oh, yeah, that's the song. Daddy never puts it down or something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't know why I something thought like that, that was a Weezer. It should have been Weezer. <laughs> I got my squeeze box. <laughs> Come on and hit me. Whoa, whoa. Yep. 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 You got your hash pipe. I got my squeeze box. That should have. <laughs> let's, let's form There's something there. Like, let's get, let's get high and make some polka music. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Oktoberfest. Um, Guten Tag. <laughs> Guten Tag. Attention, Bobsled Riders. Yeah. <laughs> Jawohl. Um, oh, wait. On the road, on this Route 113, route or route? Do you say route? Route? Route. Route. Yeah. I say route. Route 66. Route 66. But, I think, but a paper yeah, route. route. Yeah. So or this, this sounds better as Route 113 instead of Route 113. I don't know why it... But whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. On the road, she's picked up by that race car driver we see at the beginning. He's back. 
He's like, I know, isn't that just a lovely twist? Like she's sitting there waiting patiently, and then all of a sudden, here comes that fucking race car, and it's him. <laughs> yeah, um, we forgot all about him. We literally. I know. I guess yeah. I just thought he was dead, but apparently, that chick who was um, biting his girlfriend's neck forgot Spared about him. him too, and he's yeah. like, "Fuck!" And he gets in his car and he just bolted. Yeah. Um, and then uh, she says, "Don't go that way." And then he's like, "Okay." And then she she sits on her squeeze box <laughs> and, <laughs> and rides away ride. in the car. Yep. Um, but th- there's a post credit scene. I did see that, yeah. I didn't see it. No. I turned it off. And then when I was doing my research, I was like, oh, there's a post credit scene? So oh, I guess, there is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Now I got to go back and watch that. What's the post credit scene? So in the post credit scenes, we see Bonin and Tania. Yeah, and, and there's like a stack, a giant stack of chairs. Yeah. And they're just staring at it like, so they're zombies now. Yeah. And we just see them from behind. Yep, they're zombies. And there's and a parrot. There's like a red macaw, yeah. like a pirate bird. What? Yeah, it's yeah, sitting on one of the... Three times, and I've never <laughs> went past the credits. Maybe it's only I in the American version. I don't know. But yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I didn't see it that uh, I, at the, at the time, but then I lo- I watched it afterwards, and it was it's nothing. I mean, it's, it's really short; it's it, thirty seconds. Yeah, but, of course, but, but still. But you do see them zombified, which I mean answers the question: he didn't blow his brains out. Yeah, no, he couldn't do that. Which I don't think I would have right. been able to either. Mm-mm. Especially with a shotgun, you know how hard that would be. Yeah, you have no to thanks. take your shoe off. You have to put your. You have to put your toe. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're Kurt Cobain. T- mm, <laughs> something oh, fishy there. Takes Just ask Courtney Love. <laughs> cut that out. I don't want to get sued by Courtney Love. <laughs> yeah, no shit. What's she gonna sue me for? Actually, I do want to get sued by Courtney Love. You know, I'd make the news. There you go. And promote our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Big podcaster. Podcaster gets gets sued by Courtney Love, and people are like, "Huh? Huh?" You know what they say? All all press is good press. Exactly. I'm like fucking PT Barnum. I don't care. I'll fucking do that. All right. So, Leah, you're our guest. So, I'll let you go first with your rating. What did you think of um, Las Afems, the Ravenous? What is your rating system? I totally forget. It's out of zero through five. It's out of five Pamela Voorhees heads. Oh, right. I knew this answer. Yeah, you've listened to our podcast. Sure you have. (laughs) 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 She's like, I listen to the beginning of every episode. Yeah, I tune out. I don't know. I really like this film and the time that it came out when I saw it. So I'd probably give it about four Pamela Voorhees heads. Nice. Four Four Pamela Voorhees heads. Any particular reason? Well, I mean, if you've seen a lot of Canadian films, they're really shitty. <laughs> I, have, I have seen a lot of shitty Canadian films. As have I. <laughs> I just really like it. I like the vibe of it. It's a different type of zombie movie that we're not normally used to seeing. Um, and like I mentioned before, the how like the role of um, the sound plays into it. Um, it's just different, and I like it. It's not the run of the mill. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. Um, I won't go as high as four on my review. Um, I I'm going to give it three Pamela Voorhees heads. I really did like this movie. I thought that it was um, really well made. My one problem that I had with it, it was slow. This movie was slow as shit. Yeah. When it first started out, like the last 20, 25 minutes are really good. Once they start like going, like escaping, then shit starts picking up. But before that, it's like, oh yeah, yeah. my God. But I did appreciate the humor. I thought there was some really good humor there. There was some really good jokes. Oh, he tells a joke at the end to the little girl too mm-hmm. that I thought yeah, was one more doctor joke. Yeah, I thought it was smile. I thought it was funny. 
Yeah, I didn't write. I didn't write it down. I don't remember it. But I don't know. Yeah, it was funny. But uh, you know, he's got those jokes, and I, I could, I could see myself as that character, that boning character. Like, you know, he's trying to do good by everybody, and he's just trying to survive, and you know, whatever. Um, but it was just really slow yeah. for me. So that's why I'm gonna have to go three instead of anything higher than that. I also gave it a three. Um, I enjoyed it. I agree. Uh, my criticism is largely the same as yours. I thought it was the first two thirds or so pretty slow. Once it picks up, mm. though, it's really good. My biggest gripe, not even a gripe, it felt more like I was watching the pilot episode of a TV show. Except like, for the fact that everybody fucking dies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, like, they set up all these characters, but we don't get really enough time with any of them yeah. to really feel bad when they die. Yeah. But I th- overall, I thought the movie was well made. I thought it looked good. There was some good gore. There was also some some kills that were off screen. There was like, oh, I wish they had shown it. Well, it's a lower budget film. But yeah, for the, a lower budget movie, I thought it was pretty well made. Yeah, and I thought it was definitely, uh, to Leah's point, I thought it was definitely a good uh, original take on the zombie yeah. genre. It's like so many times we see just the same old shit over and over. Yeah, and no, I would watch it again. Um, but yeah, I would definitely recommend people to watch it. It is subtitled. It is all in French. Um, so it is subtitled. If you're against that, then I don't know what to tell you. You're an idiot. But um, <laughs> learn, learn to read. Learn to read. <laughs> learn to read and watch something at the same time. It's yep. not that difficult. Um, but we move on to a flick that wasn't subtitled. That was actually filmed in English. And the next flick you picked, uh, Leah, was Blood Quantum which came out yeah. in 2019. Uh, this is actually a Shudder exclusive in America. Do you guys uh, have it on Shudder in Canada? Well, you know what's really funny is it was on Shudder for a very short amount of time, but Shudder is also like um, partnered with um, a platform called Crave, which houses like HBO and Showtime hmm. and shit like that. And so they've taken it off of Canadian Shudder because now Crave is exclusively showing it. Oh, so. okay. All right. Well, that's too bad because Shudder bought the rights to this, so... Uh, it's on well, there. I think it's, is it still on the American one? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, that's where I watched it. Yeah, that's where I watched it too. Yeah, and I know, I, th- I think it might be on the European version of Shudder also. I'm not sure. But uh, but it's available wherever wherever you stream movies, I You'll guess. You'll find it. <laughs> You'll find it. Just look it up. Don't pirate uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, give them money. Um, or don't. I don't know. Um, okay, Blood Quantum 2019 release date September 5th, 2019. What was the number one movie on September 5th, 2019? Leah, go. I'm still going to go with something Marvel. (laughs) I'm going to agree with you. I was thinking about this last night. That's the year Endgame came out, and that movie was huge. Okay, so I... That that's wrong, but I, (laughs) I I was doing this research, and I was like, this is why Leah picked both of these films. Because the number one movie on September 5th, 2019 was It Chapter 2. What? Oh, wow. <laughs> so that It Chapter 1 was the first weird. one and It Interesting. Chapter 2. Yeah. Uh, that the, was so subconscious, I didn't even know. <laughs> That's creepy. Uh, the number one song? Um, I'm going to guess Old Town Road by Lil Nas X. That's a good guess. But it's wrong. Wrong. <laughs> I have no idea. Like I said, I'm okay. a stoner, you guys. I'll give you guys both a hit. I uh, Hint, I just got a DNA test. And the results oh, say I'm Lizzo. 100% that bitch. <laughs> uh, yes, it was Truth Hurts by Lizzo. You know that song? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a good song. It is a good song. I remember, like, 
my wife and kids were, we were on a trip to Disneyland and they kept listening. They kept talking about Lizzo and Lizzo and Lizzo. And I'm in the hotel room and someone brought up Lizzo. I go, who the fuck is Lizzo? <laughs> and so then they played me that song. And then I had that song in my head for the rest yeah, of yeah, the trip. Same. Um, this was written and directed by Jeff Barnaby music by, I don't know who did the music in this movie. Uh, Barnaby did. Oh, he did with, uh, Joe Barucco. Oh, he's in that band. Barucco salt. Barucco salt. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you see there? Yeah. Can't fight the seether. Oh, yeah. Can't fight the seether. What the fuck is the seether? Uh, seether's Louise. We learned that in Volcano Girls. Huh? I told you what about the seether before. <laughs> what? What are you the, talking about? <laughs> dude, the two songs. So, seether is about one of the girls in the band. Oh, okay. Seether is like kind of her alter ego. Oh. And we learned that in another Veruca Salt song where they refer back to the seether. I only know seether. I just know you can't fight the seether. Can't, no, I can't see her <laughs> till I'm foaming at the mouth. All right. Blood Quantum stars Michael Gray Eyes as trailer. Uh, L. Mm, Miaha Tail Feathers as Joss. Forrest Goodluck as Joseph. Kiowa Gordon as Lysol. Olivia Scriven as Charlie. Stonehorse Lone Goldman. That's a badass name. That is a fucking badass name. I don't know how to pronounce this. Gisigu? Something like that. Gisigu, Gisigu. Uh, Brandon Oaks as Bumper. William Ballou as Sugar. Sugar. And some other people. Sugar. Can I just say, I love Michael Gray Eyes. He's such a badass. And I don't know if you've looked at his IMDb, but Mm -mm. like he's thrown down on some shit. Like he was in Togo. Um, True Detective, one of the seasons. And then he did a stint in Fear the Walking Dead, too. Something like 10 episodes. Oh, wow. He's awesome. He's such an awesome actor. Yeah. uh, The budget, I don't have information for the budget. The box office was really small. Just a small release. It was like $11,000. But this movie was... Yeah, because the box office, they probably were only released in like two theaters. Yeah, like a limited run or something. Um, It did go to the Toronto Film Festival, and it was submitted to the Cannes Film Festival. I believe it got second place in the Toronto Film Festival for some award, like Best in Show Award or something. Hmm. But let's talk about the the movie here, uh, the plot. It's uh, 1981, and uh, we're on the Red Crow Reservation in Quebec, Canada. Again, everything takes place in Quebec. We got this uh, guy who's out fishing. And this is uh, Gasigu. Yeah, we'll just call him Grandpa because he ends up being the. I just called him. I I called him Fisherman through the whole movie. (laughs) All my notes to say Fisherman. I love when he notes like that. So he catches. He's out there fishing, and he goes back to his little shack, and he's uh, chopping up the fish. Yep, filleting them, gutting gutting them, and he guts all the fish. And after he finishes gutting them, one of them starts fucking moving. Yeah, it goes full big mouth Billy Bass on him. It's like (laughs) what the fuck. It's like, oh shit! It's like, it's like I'm gonna make so much money. It's like I can bump these to fucking. That's he was gonna nail it to a piece of wood. Yeah, he's like he calls it a patent on that son. shit. He's like, look, and the son's like, we gotta burn him. He's like, no, no. we're gonna, we're gonna fucking. We're sell sitting him. on a gold mine here. <laughs> we could have him sing different songs about going into water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, uh, uh, well, take me to the river. Uh, well, that could be we'll, the only. We'll think song. of some other ones. Yeah. Or we'll write some. What were the other songs that came in the Big Mouth Millie? I can't. Bass? I don't remember. Oh, fuck. We talked about this not yeah, that long yeah. ago, didn't we? Yeah. 
take me to the river and there was like oh don't worry be happy oh yeah <laughs> such a so stupid what a stupid song don't worry be happy is yeah do you remember when that song was like a hit yes it was huge ridiculous and like the late late 80s. 80s yeah and then like robin williams was in the music video and i was like why the fuck is robin williams in a music video i was like that guy was just like nominated for an oscar and here he is is like here's a little song i wrote you might want to no i don't want to sing it no for no fuck you <laughs> my rent's late my wife left me uh, yeah i'm not happy i'm gonna go write a country song that song always makes me think of the dawn of the dead remake because they like in their moment of reprieve of like fleeing from zombies and they're standing in the elevator and they're playing it like an elevator oh yeah <laughs> i always think of that film because of that song see and i always think of the movie cocktail Oh, yeah. Because oh. that was on the soundtrack to Cocktail. That and uh, that other fucking lame-ass song. Fucking the hippie, hippie shakes. Or, oh, Kokomo. Kokomo yeah. <laughs> the Beach Boys. Oh, and John Stamos. Featuring John Stamos <laughs> on drums. <laughs> on bongos. John Stamos is like on the fucking bongos. Like slap in the bongos. Video. <laughs> I'm going to have to go look this up later. Yes. Go, go look at the video. It's like John Stamos in the background. Been going like full Uncle Jesse. Years since I've seen it. Oh, God. It's so bad. I hate that fucking song. And my stepdad played it all. You bought the soundtrack to Cocktail. Oh, and that movie sucks. Sorry. I was in band in high school and we did marching band, which is not like what it is in America, by the way. Like we were just like a one off. We're just going to go in a fucking parade where people are driving tractors and shit. <laughs> but like we always played the same two songs every year for marching band. One of them was the theme song to Coach and the other one was fucking Kokomo. Fucking Coach. And I played the bass clarinet, so literally was like three fucking notes for each song. And so like I just I dicked around the entire time. Was just what? Why was your band? Why was your band teacher so like? All right, listen. Last year was a hit. This year we're gonna do fucking Kokomo again. Yep. And then and we're gonna replace the Family Ties theme song with the Coach music. Like what? Like fucking Coach. Like I don't want to hear any objections. I don't want no jibber jabber. Can't we play like I don't know the Star Wars theme? Fuck Star Wars. Fuck John Williams. All right. Craig T. Motherfucking Nelson. Yeah. Do I have to spell it out? Jerry. Jerry Van Van Dyke. Motherfucker. It was probably an easy. They were easy songs that like we weren't gonna trip and like break shit. You know, like while we're walking down the street. And you, Jimmy. Yep. We're playing Kokomo again. This is your big solo. It's Mm -hmm. so fun. Fucking Jimmy on his saxophone is like, I got it. I got it. I messed up the Key Largo Montego part. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fucking band. <laughs> band teachers pick the worst songs ever. Like, let the students pick the songs. Like, whatever's hip and happening yeah. right now. And he's like, fucking. Because even back then, I would imagine this was in the 90s. Even back then, it's like, fucking Kokomo? That song was like that song's lame. First of all, it's by the Beach Boys. The Beach Boys were popular twenty years prior to Kokomo coming out, and Kokomo yeah. comes out. They get a hit because it gets played on some fucking soft rock stations, adult contemporary music, and it was in a fucking Tom Cruise movie. And now all these old people like it. <laughs> No young kid likes Kokomo. I'm just no. going to say I fucking hated the aspect of when marching band came up every year. I'm not going <laughs> to See, but see, marching band can be really cool, like, if they do it right. Yeah, in America. <laughs> That's the one good thing we got is marching band. Yes. 
Uh, I love watching marching bands, though. Like, good ones. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, when it's they cool. do that fucking shit out on the field. Yeah. It's art. It's because they don't have regular football up in Canada. That's why they don't have good marching bands. They got Canadian rolls football. <laughs> Doesn't work. <laughs> They're like, what's a yard? <laughs> we use meters. He's on the two meter line. <laughs> He's on the two meter line. Oh, and I think in Canadian rules football, it doesn't go uh, zero to 50 and then back down. I think it's just zero to 100. Interesting. I think that's. I can't chime in because I think sports are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know. I'm just going to say that's what it does. Yeah, there you go. We'll, I'll believe you. Different. We won't fact check you. That's it. It's different. Um, All right. 1981. Salmon starts coming back to life. Yep. Um, Elsewhere, we got Trailer, and uh, Trailer is like the sheriff. Right. And he goes to this one dude's house, and there's a dog that's dead. Or and, dying. Yeah, or dying. And he's like, what happened? And he's like, I don't know. I got into some poison or something. And he's like, oh, it's my ex-wife's dog. <laughs> yeah. And the dude's like, oh, what I wouldn't give to shoot my ex-wife's dog. And he's like, do you know my ex-wife? <laughs> <laughs> and he ends up shooting the dog, and he's going to go tell his ex-wife that he had to shoot her dog. Puts the dog in the trunk. Mm-hmm. Goes over to her house, and she proceeds to inform him that their son got arrested. And yep. he's like, "Oh shit!" And he's like, "Well, I gotta. They gotta go pick him up from the." Yeah, and he was arrested with your other kid. Yeah, your other kid was also arrested but at yeah, the same with time a, with a different woman. <laughs> yeah, um, and he doesn't tell her about the dog. He's no, because like, ah. he's like, "This is not a good time." So he's yeah. like, "Just let him sit there until noon, and then we'll and then we'll uh, we'll do that." Just let that we'll go dead dog out. roast in the trunk. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. No big deal. He then go visits his dad, who we find out his dad is the fisherman, and uh, he shows him the fish. Yeah, he's like, "We're going to make so much fucking money." <laughs> Do we have to have this conversation again. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a little song. I he's like, "I just taught it Kokomo." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "Oh no!" He's like, "And it'll do the theme song to Coach." <laughs> Believe it or not, <laughs> flaps like, oh, its tail along with yeah. him. <laughs> uh, but uh, he's like, fuck, we got to, uh, he's like, I got some gasoline. Yeah, in the trunk of my car. And first the fisherman guy, the grandpa, he's like, I think I'm going insane. Because he sees the fish moving and he doesn't know if it's just him or whatever. Um, yeah. But then he gets confirmed because his son, trailer, uh, the sheriff, yeah. sees it also. So he's like, I got some gasoline in the trunk. We'll burn him. So they take the fish outside and he goes to go into the trunk and there's movement in the trunk. And when he opens it up. Boom. The dog, dog pops out. out. Uh, so they, uh, they kill it again. Sh- they kill the dog again and they throw that into the bin with the fish and they burn, burn everything. It. Yep. The trailer then goes down to get Joseph, who is the son from jail. Now, Joseph is sitting in jail with his uh, half brother, Lysol. Yeah. Which I thought was a weird nickname. Like, <laughs> was he really like into antibacterial yeah, no, it's a weird spray? Nickname. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, um, maybe he like was a huffer or something. Huffed Lysol? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so he's sitting there in the jail, and there's this guy who's sitting in the cell with him, and that guy just starts barfing up blood. And, like, not, like, <laughs> like a little, little bit, bit of blood. blood. Yeah, no. This Dude, is... this guy... Fucking spraying blood all over the Yeah, It's, like, more blood than I think is even in he the He needs a transfusion, body. for sure. <laughs> yeah, like... He's a court low. <laughs> <laughs> they're in there, and they're like, we need to get out, we need to get out. Well, that, just about this time is when Trailer shows up. Yeah. Uh, the sheriff, and he gets them out. We do get a nice flashback of why they're in jail. Yes. <laughs> well, why, why, Joseph why Joseph is in jail. <laughs> right. Go ahead. Yes. Explain why Joseph was in jail, Leah. Well, I think that Lysol got picked up 
first. And so he wanted to go to jail to be with Lysol. So he climbs this bridge that's between the townies and the reservation. And he's up at the top of the of the bridge and there's a car passing and he proceeds to take a shit and let it drop <laughs> onto the windshield. <laughs> onto the car window and like this poor little white lady. She's just like ah! <laughs> and, just, and then she turns the windshield wipers on <laughs> and just smearing shit everywhere. <laughs> And then he falls on top of the back of the car. Yeah, he falls off yeah. the bridge. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he gets arrested for that. Uh, we don't find out why Lysol got arrested that night yet. We'll find out yeah. later. <laughs> um, but uh, that guy who was barfing up the blood, as as they're going to get the boys out, that guy who was barfing up the blood like attacks the police officer and the sheriff, their dad, and um, attacks everybody. And he, and Joseph. And he yep. bites Joseph in the arm. Yep, and he, and he bites, bites the, the police the officer cop. in the uh, neck, I think, and then they end up beating the shit out of the guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. Um, but he's still alive. Like they beat the yeah. shit out of him, and he's still alive. But they go to uh, the hospital to get Joseph's arm, like looked. Yeah, at. he needs medical attention. Joseph's mom works at the hospital. Yeah, she's a nurse. Joseph's girlfriend is there, and her name is Charlie, and she's pregnant. And they don't it's really. It's also important to note that she's white. Yes, <laughs> yes, she's white. Yeah. So everybody in this movie, and this is one thing, and this was gonna, I was gonna talk about this in my rating, but everybody, all the main characters in this movie are indigenous people. Um, they're the white people are the quote unquote townies, I guess. Yeah. But all of this takes place on the reservation. On the reservation so all the right. main characters are these indigenous people, which I actually really appreciated about this movie. It was super cool. I thought I thought it was good because you don't get that a lot of times, right. especially in American films. Yep. But uh yes, you're, you're that's a good point. She's white. And they're considering getting an abortion and it, they kind of come to the decision that they're not going to do it. That night, trailer, the sheriff, he gets a phone call or he gets a call that he has to go to this guy named Shooker's house and um Shooker's girlfriend, who is also white, uh, is a zombie <laughs> now. Yeah, and she's, and she's eating a baby. Okay, so what she's I, eating her baby. Yeah, yes. But, but what I didn't, what I think I, if I understood this correctly, because Shooker's also like fucking high. Yeah. Um, and I think I understood this yes. correctly. The baby actually infected the mom first. The baby like took a bite oh. out of the mom. That's what oh, I, I thought. I didn't and catch that's that. how the mom got infected. And then the mom ate the baby. Gross. I don't know. I don't know if that's how it they happened. They don't really explain it. It's just that trailer's been out to that residence before for other domestic yeah. dispute calls because they love drugs and alcohol and, you know, and then so fighting. It's like, oh, fuck, I got to deal with this. Yeah. So, um, by the way, the guy who plays Shooker, he was fucking awesome. I, I, I <laughs> loved his dude. acting, though. Yeah. I thought he did such a good job when he was like so scared and so stoned uh, mm -hmm. or high or whatever the fuck he was, I think, on like Coke or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> uh, but he was just, uh, he just did an awesome job. But uh, Trailer goes up there to confront the woman because he's like, ah, she's just fucking wasted. And yes, she's eating her own baby yeah. for whatever reason. Well, she's a zombie. That's why. <laughs> right. Because baby meat is tender. And oh, it's delicious. Yeah. yeah, it's like veal. Oh, <laughs> so, oh. so good. So gross. <laughs> delicious baby. It's like, uh, what's, what's, what's raw beef called um, when you eat it? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know what it's called, but I know what you're talking yeah. about. Fuck. Tartar. So, yeah. yeah. Baby, baby tartar. That was the baby's name. Tartar. Tartar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
So uh, he beats the shit out of her. She comes. She she attacks, she attacks him, him and bites he, him. He runs out to his car to get. Um, well, at first I thought it was first aid, but then he starts getting shotgun shells and he's going to load his shotgun. She comes out. She attacks Shooker and bites him in the neck. So the sheriff then beats the. Well, he fucking smashes her brains in. Right with the, with the butt it. of the it's shotgun. Bad. Yeah, it's, it's brutal. We see it. My, my wife's sitting next to me watching the movie, and she watches the movie like she watches all movies, staring at her phone and then looking up every couple of seconds. <laughs> she looked up right at that second. She's all, ooh. <laughs> Grizzly. Yeah. So that was, a, that was a good thing for her to see. Um, they go out to the bridge, and that's where there's an ambulance, and Joss, who is the mom, and Joseph, and Charlie, uh, Joseph's girlfriend, are... Uh, in the ambulance and they've escaped the hospital and like shit's going south yeah shit's all gone south at first i thought i missed something i was like how did they get in that ambulance and i was like oh because there wasn't really a scene that connected it there wasn't there was just like shit had just gone south they were at the hospital and they escaped yep (laughs) did you get a different version of the film because um in the one that i watched (laughs) because this seems weird if you're Uh missing something um when she's going to get Joseph a tetanus shot, she still doesn't realize like what's going on. And like Charlie and, and Joseph are having their conversation. She's getting the tetanus shot in the office. She's like, where are all these shots? And the woman that's working there, she's like, well, we're all out of them because apparently all these bites are coming in. Hmm. And the next thing you know is you hear a commotion and people are screaming and a doctor comes running through and he's like, don't go in there. And then like we see like all of the zombies fucking shit up in the hospital. And then that's kind of like oh. when they take off. And so these stories are intersecting i don't remember that i don't remember that scene but that either. makes way more sense version. maybe they, i wonder if they cut it out i don't know or, or i just wasn't paying attention or but i you, wasn't paying attention either but neither one of us were. I, I didn't see that and like in these notes um i was confused at first so maybe we i, I just assumed because trailer calls in the sheriff calls into the the lady who the dispatcher, dispatcher lady yeah and yeah. she saw uh, there's an ambulance that'll be waiting for you at the bridge or something. Something like that, yeah. And so they he goes to the bridge and that's where inside inside the ambulance uh somebody turns into a zombie mm-hmm. and is like attacking them and Joseph is like stuck in there and they get him out. He gets bit again too, I think. Oh, <laughs> he just can't can't get a break. And well, then uh Shooker takes a giant chainsaw. <laughs> oh, that was pretty awesome. And yeah. he like chainsaws that zombie that was attacking like right him. Right in the head, right? Yeah. All right. I think that it's Bumper that shows up. Bumper and uh, Grandpa, they show up. And oh, Bumper's yeah. Bumper's like the huge indigenous big dude, dude. And he just like sticks that chainsaw. Bumper's the guy with that's the chainsaw. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Maybe we'll have to like, after we get off this phone check call, it like, again. Go, go check that because maybe we just fucking, we suck at yeah. reviewing movies. It's, it's quite possible. <laughs> um, uh, it jumps to six months later. Six months later now. Yep. And now it's like, the end of the world like it's right like, yeah the not, reservation's like a compound they've totally shut everything down it's like a, it's like a video game like a post-apocalyptic video game mm-hmm. like everybody's like taking their roles again going very back, walking dead going back to walking dead it's everybody's taking their roles and it is very walking dead because it's like your rick grimes mm-hmm. is the sheriff and the the, yeah, the family point. and the the woman who's pregnant yep uh so it, it there's a lot of similarities to walking dead but um the outbreak, and they call them Zeds. Yep. Um, for whatever reason, I don't think that's ever explained. But a zombie dead Zed. Well, in Zed in Canadian, it's a Z. Oh yeah, that's right. 
They got that weird alphabet. I didn't even realize that. That's how the boss, like, I'm like, yeah, Z's, okay, yeah. yeah. Z's, Z's, I didn't even notice that. But uh, it's become widespread, and the reservation now is, like David said, a compound. And they have, we, they have come to find out that the indigenous people are, are immune. Yeah. So the indigenous people and, like, deer and caribou and, and shit moose, like that, yeah. moose, they're all safe. Uh, safe. But fish... And white people are <laughs> fucked. And dogs, apparently. Makes sense. And dogs. Yeah, Makes sense. It does. And there's something that we didn't talk about is there's these little animations that they pop up oh, in yeah. between sections where they kind of essentially are saying, like, in the background, like, all the pollution and bullshit that people have done has led to this virus that is leaking yeah. out into the, through the water, essentially. Mother Nature's too. had enough. Yeah. Well, and that's what... That's what uh, one of the guys says later on. He's yeah. like, the fucking earth has had enough, and it's telling people Time to, to go. off. <laughs> Lysol, who is still alive, uh, he is very aggressive. Oh, yeah. Very much so. He's he, a dick. Yeah, and he's guarding him and this chick are, like, guarding the doors to enter the compound. And uh, you, could get the, you get the feeling that he's just kind of an he asshole. He just kind of reminded me of uh, John Leguizamo's character in uh, Land of the Dead. The Land of the Dead, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. A group of people, Joseph and Joseph's girlfriend, who is now like eight months pregnant. Super pregnant. Yeah, she's about to pop. They, uh, they come back and they have this white guy and his daughter with them. And they're sick. They're like not doing good. And they... That's kind of their MO is they'll go out looking for supplies or whatever, and they'll bring people back to the compound to help mm-hmm. take care of them and stuff. And uh, Lysol doesn't like this. He would rather they just shut everybody out and kill kill all the white people because they're going to... Yeah, screw them. They're going to get infected and they're going to kill us. Um, because although they can't get infected, they can definitely die. And the zombies, if they attack them, yeah, they'll definitely gonna, die. They can rip you apart. <laughs> get eaten alive. Yes. yes. So he doesn't want them to bring outsiders in, and this man and this woman and this his daughter are there, and um, they're like, "We we can't bring them in. What if she's been bit?" And then they come to find out that yes, indeed, the daughter was bit. And the guy was like, "I didn't tell you because I heard that you guys can cure this." Well, yeah. they can't cure. He's like, anything. "No, no, we can't." Um, and now we got to kill your kid. And now we got to kill your kid. And so they're like, "Just go into the compound. You don't want to see what's going to happen next." And yeah. then the girl goes in. You don't want to see what he's going to do with that axe <laughs> right. to your daughter. There's other people besides this couple that are coming in with the, with the dad as well. Yeah. yeah, I think there was three of them. Lilith, Lilith. and um, they don't really explain the other person. Yeah. yeah, but yes, you're right. There's a girl named Lilith um, who comes into the compound as well. Well, they end up having to kill the little girl um, and, you know, making so she won't become a zombie. Lysol... You know, he has an argument with everybody because, well, the sheriff and uh, his group of people, his his father, uh, the grandpa and uh, other people, they're going to go out and they're going to look for supplies. Yeah, because they're running low on gas, I think. Yeah. And so they're going to go out and Lysol basically talks shit and he's just like, fuck them, fuck everybody. And they have a kind of an argument and he ends up storming away and he's like, fuck this. We're going to have a party at my place tonight. So... Everybody come. Yep. So like all the kind of the kids stay back and they, they have this party while these guys go out and do this mission. We yeah. also find out um, that that girl Lilith yeah. around this time uh, has been bitten and is lying about it. Like she's hiding it. Yeah. 
because Joss kind of interviews her like and asks her a bunch of questions. Right. She's like, have you eaten salmon? Yeah, have, have you, you eaten bitten? this? And have you been bitten? It's like, no, no, no. Yeah, but we know that she has because she goes to the bathroom and like looks at it in the mirror. Yep. At the compound. Uh, well, let's let's take this back a second. I don't know which one to talk about first because the guys are out on the mission and the and the kids are like having this party. Um, I guess we can talk the, about the, the party. The kids first. at the party. Yeah. So Lysol is talking to Joseph and uh, he's like, you know, I'm not an asshole to you on purpose. He's like, I'm just an asshole. And they're doing drugs and drinking and whatnot. And he uh, proceeds to tell Joseph the story of how he got arrested and how he got arrested was he goes, <laughs> you see that girl right there? And he points to Lilith and he says, uh, she got pissed off at her boyfriend. And so she brought me back to her place and uh, we were fucking around and he was eating her out <laughs> and uh, he uh, got word that his friends had gotten arrested for fighting and at the bar. Yeah. And so he went down to the police station and when he walked into the police station, the cops were like, you were fighting too. And he's like, no, I wasn't fighting. And they're like, well, why is your face all bloody? <laughs> yeah. Blood all over his <laughs> mouth and his face. Oh, so gross. So which one, so which one of the other guys goes, Everybody does it at least once on purpose. <laughs> and then he goes, and then 50 times on accident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that part was funny. So that was, I will say this also about this movie. There's lots of uh, humor yeah. uh, interjected throughout the movie. Yep. And that was a humorous story uh, as well, like a humorous anecdote. But uh, anyway, so uh, he tells that story and then he goes and grabs Lilith again. And so you think, in my head, I was thinking, oh, well, he's just thinking he's going to get some from Lilith because yeah. he fucked around with her before. Right. Um, the next thing we know, Joseph, like, hears screaming or whatever, and he goes and he's finds his brother, Lysol, getting his dick eaten off. Like, yeah, <laughs> literally. Oh, like, it, her head. Yeah, we see it. <laughs> Like, we see everything. He, like, he's circumcised. <laughs> we see his dick. Well, he is now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe that was the first part to go. <laughs> yeah, the, the foreskin's the yeah. tastiest part. Yep, yeah. that's what I've heard. <laughs> um, but yeah, she just, she eats his dick. Yep. Yeah, that can't feel good. And he lives. Yeah. That's gotta hurt. I would think. I mean, there's a lot of tough motherfuckers in this movie. Like, let's be real about it. Yeah, that's true. Put some pressure on it and you're good to go. I guess, but there's a lot of blood that goes down there. Oh, yeah. Especially if, like, you're... You're excited? In that moment. <laughs> like, I don't think the blood just shuts off. Like, you're just gonna... You're gonna flow. Yeah. I don't think that's like, oh, just put some pressure on it. No. I think that's a just kill me. <laughs> They're like, but you haven't been bit. You're not going to turn into a zombie. No. I don't care. I don't have a dick anymore. Kill me. Kill me. Oh, God. That would be awful. That, yeah. That's like one of the worst things that could possibly ever happen to yeah, you. Yeah, I don't want guy that. Yeah. It's to lose your dick. Yeah, I've grown attached to it. I'd rather not no. lose it. Over time. <laughs> yeah. As much as I've tried to detach it. <laughs> just, just They're pulling on it. Um, anyway. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Joseph, I mean, they go, They he takes his brother. And they like uh, load up into a car. Yeah. We'll come back to them With in a noon. second. Yeah. Yeah. We'll come back mm -hmm. to them in a second. So now we got, uh, we got trailer. Uh, well, the sheriff and um, his dad. Sh and bumper. Shooker. Bumper. Yeah. Bumper, there's like, like a, a bunch of them. A bunch of people. They go to a gas station because, yeah, they need gas. Yep. And they, but they got to clear the place out first. Yep. And they're going to go inside. And they have this whole conversation. Okay. So do you guys, I mean, I'm a huge Tarantino fan. 
Did you guys get all the nods to Tarantino in this movie? I saw some. Like, there was, like, the trunk shot. I caught that. Well, the trunk shot happens here, and then they have this conversation about how many is there going to be up there? And they go through the math, and he's like, so there could be up to so many people up there. Well, that's directly, like, out of Pulp Fiction. Hmm. Like, at the beginning of Pulp Fiction, Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, yeah, when uh, and, when they're talking. Yeah, and yeah. they pop over the trunk, and he's like, how many people up there? And then John Travolta says to Samuel L. Jackson, we should have shotguns for this. Well, in this movie, he that's goes, right. oh, we're going to have shotguns? And he's like, just him. So there's, like, this whole, like little homage I didn't even notice that. i've seen this film a couple times now that's so you're so right and there's another homage that happened earlier when lysol's telling the story of going to the police station when he got arrested the cops are all standing in a circle talking and it's like slow motion and then when he walks in they all turn in slow motion towards him that's directly out of reservoir dogs oh right yeah when uh, tim roth is telling a story? story about the bathroom about the bathroom and all the cops are talking and then they all turn to him and just like watch him. So there's, there's a few of those and another one's going to happen here in a, in a minute, but I'll, I'll talk about that when we get there. So they kind of clear this place out of, uh, zombies or whatever. Yeah. It's very walking dead. And, uh, they head back. And there's some cool gore during that scene. Yeah. There's a lot of gore. There's like the one dude who has the chainsaw. What was his name? Moon. Bumper. Bumper, I'm sorry. Bumper, he like chops this dude in half and he's like hanging from the ceiling or from the balcony. Yeah, but the rest of him is still upstairs. (laughs) By his uh, intestines. intestines. And uh, it scares uh, the sheriff who who blows the guy's brains (laughs) off. And he's like, at least you could do is warn me. And he's like, uh, look out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They just joke around. He starts laughing. Okay, so Joseph and Lysol head back to the compound and they have the zombified uh, Lilith in their trunk and uh, they get back there and Joseph's like, we gotta, we gotta take care of you. We gotta get you help or whatever. And uh, Lysol pulls out a knife and he stabs his brother right in the stomach. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. fucked up. Like a fucking asshole. He already said he was an asshole. So yeah, he's definitely a yeah. Asshole. stabs him. And then he lets Lilith run loose into the compound. Yep. And, like, uh, and he's, his, He's got a friend, or he's got two friends. The the chick who was watching the compound with him earlier, and this other dude, yeah. and they are all they're all gung ho with this plan. They're just like, because, yep. and, yeah. He says now it's time that like all the white people basically die. Like let's yep. fucking do this. Yep. And he's just he doesn't care anymore. And so he lets the he lets Lilith go in there. And there's probably about 200, 250 people in this compound, mm-hmm. uh, half of them being white and half of them being indigenous. So he just doesn't even care about no, the indigenous but his own people. people. Yeah. He's just like, whatever. Yeah, I thought that was weird. Was Only like, the strong why? survive. <laughs> why do that? Well, he's I just think, a jerk. I think he's just an asshole and I think he's just had it. Yeah. Well, he also brings up a point that um, previous to this part where he was saying, like, these white people are going to take over our reserve, implying mm. what they necessarily like, what white what people, white people do did when yep. we came to this land. Right? Yeah, right. And so he's just like, I'm not having this again. Fuck you. Yeah. And he's like, they're going to take over everything and stop listening yep. to us. Kill them all. Yeah. And, and even earlier when he brought that up, the mom was like, he's not wrong. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, because the sheriff was like uh, gonna go after him and like I don't know, talk to him or whatever, and she's like, just let him go. He's not wrong. Like he's absolutely correct, and that's what I was thinking when I watched this movie. I'm like, yeah, the 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 fucking out of town people, the that's what the, they do, the non indigenous people are gonna fuck everything up. Yep. And they keep crossing that bridge all the time, along with the dead that are all coming to that side of of the river. Right. I mean, so oh, so eventually. I I, I mean. That's what this movie's about. Right. It's a fucking uh, parallel 
to the uh, is it an allegory what is it yeah, I don't know. yeah. it's it's fucking it's telling that that's what happened to all you know native yeah, americans kind of here in the united states the indigenous people in canada uh you know people down south in uh, south america and Central America, it's happened everywhere in the everywhere. Uh, yeah. Western uh, Western Hemisphere. So it's like basically white people were the worst. Suck. <laughs> <laughs> we're the absolute or worst. they did at one time. Yeah, like yeah. like uh, our ancestors all fucking sucked. And, yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like Jerry Van Dyke, Craig T. Nelson, those <laughs> they're, guys, they're, they're okay they're, now. They're, they're okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're not all bad. And Robin Williams, he was cool. There you go. All right. So Lilith is on a rampage. She's gonna now. She's turning a bunch she's of infecting uh, white yeah. people into zombies, and they're killing uh, the white people and the indigenous people inside. Yep. Uh, the sheriff comes back and he sees all this shit, so he's got to go save everybody. And we learn that there's a, a group of them: uh, his ex-wife, his son, his son's uh, pregnant, and girlfriend. a few other people, but a pretty small group of survivors left. Yep, and they're all locked in there. So he goes down to save them, and uh, he does. Uh, in a sense, but he also has to sacrifice himself. Yep, because they're like going to break down the door, so Which he's, he's was holding the door. One of the saddest things, yeah, in this oh. movie when uh, the sheriff dies. Yeah, because he gets ripped yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. People need to watch this because we are not selling how fucking awesome trailer is. In this <laughs> yeah, film. no, like he's yeah, he's a badass. And he's so when he gets it, and it's just like he just gets swarmed and is eaten alive, essentially. Yeah, it's really sad. Die, so yeah. It's, horrible yeah um but you know and we also get the sense too and i think we we didn't cover this that he was a he was kind of a shithead when he was younger and yeah when, yeah when he had lysol he was a shithead and yeah he, he wasn't his life and, yeah he wasn't the best dad no and he turned his life he doesn't around really consider lysol his son like he does joseph right yeah which is which is probably a big portion <laughs> of the reason lysol is such a shithead he is. yeah and why yeah. he's like i don't give a fuck just attack everybody Yep. Yeah. Plus, he has no dick. <laughs> He's dickless. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not. He's like, if I don't have a dick, none of y'all are gonna have. Everyone dicks. get your dicks cut. Because <laughs> he doesn't even tell Lilith Take to, go, out. to go eat all their dicks. He says that. <laughs> he does say that. Yeah. Anyway, so then Lysol's got a plan where he's gonna. He's got the dispatcher like a gunpoint, and he lures uh, everybody to this church. Yep. And there's a bunch of like white people that are tied up in this church, and uh, his two friends cohorts are uh, going to burn the church down. Yeah. They're going to get all yeah. these like zombies to come. Moon's covering all the people in gasoline, just like dumping it on them. Yeah. No bueno. Yeah. But then uh, the grandpa comes and he makes quick work of those, those people. Dude, he Michonne's that guy right to the face. Oh, like with a, with a, right, yeah. like a samurai sword samurai or something. Sword right to the back, right to the side of the face. It was pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Grandpa's uh, badass too. Again, there's a lot of good gore mm-hmm. in this movie. There's a lot. It's very cartoony, though. A very Tarantino-esque, very uh, um, Kill Bill. Oh, yeah. There's a big Kill Bill scene coming up. Yeah. In my notes, Evan wrote Crazy 88. Yeah. There, it is. It is. Exactly. And like, I wish I could talk to um, Jeff Barnaby or, or read some article where he was like, yeah, Tarantino like influenced the shit out of this movie because yeah. I'm almost certain. Oh, the one thing I was going to say was when trailer gets back to that compound, this was the other Tarantino moment. He puts that uh, eight track in and it's like some country, right. country mm-hmm. song. And it's like playing in the background as shit's all happening around him. That was a total Tarantino right thing. 
And yep. what I love about that scene too is they're like, well, they're still trying to get into the compound, right? And they're like, well, who's got the most meat on them? And everybody looks at Bumper, and Bumper's like, no problem. Like, yeah, he I got care. this. He's gonna get fucking bit a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, that's the other thing too. And we're gonna keep going back now on this, but. Um, we see oh, he like, takes his shirt off when trailer takes his shirt off. He's got bites all, all over him's back. Bites. Yep. Yes. So it's like, they've gone through some shit mm-hmm. and, and here's the fucked up part. You know, I know we're talking about like the white people taking over and everything, but the fucked up part is they're still helping them. Yep. They're still yeah. willing to help them and accept them and be like, you can be part of us. We trust you and all this other kind of shit. So despite all yeah, the shit they're still that taking happened, damage for other people, they're still taking damage for other people and, and sacrificing themselves. And again, sacrificing himself to save his family, which is the ultimate sacrifice, right? <laughs> so then uh, all that shit happens at the church. Now, Joss, the mom and the uh, girlfriend, yeah, uh, she's, she's in labor. She's going to poop this kid out in a second now. <laughs> And she's concerned because she's white. She doesn't want the baby to be born a zombie. Right. Yeah. Well, she gets bit. Yeah, because uh, Lysol gets the drop on him and like yeah. lets uh, a zombie. L- lets a zombie Kind of sticks a zombie on her. Yep. And she gets bit. Just as she gets bit, Joseph comes and kills the zombie, but it's too late for his girlfriend. Right. They yeah. take Lysol away. Uh, the grandpa and Joseph take Lysol away. And he's even more messed up now because Joss shot him. If yeah. it didn't kill him. Yeah. And yeah. Lysol takes a beating in this fucking <laughs> yeah. movie. Gets his dick cut off, gets shot, gets um he gets shot a couple times. He gets stabbed in the in the side by Joseph now, and he's still alive. Yeah. And he's still trying to fight too, because he even grabs the knife and he's trying to swing at the zombies. This is very uh Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Like Tom Savini's character in Day of the Dead who just gets ripped apart. Um Oh, Dawn of the Dead? Or uh, oh no no I know what guy you're talking not about. Tom Savini. You're talking about uh, Tom Savini did the special the effects. Polito, uh, but yes, yeah. in in day in Day of the Dead, like where they just rip that dude right. uh, apart while he's alive. This that's what this reminds me. Choke on it, <laughs> or whatever he says. Yeah. yeah, but he gets his guts. I, why do zombies always go for? Uh, it's delicious. Fucking intestines. Yeah. No, the belly is the softest part of the body. Guess. It's like the, it's the spaghetti of the human body. Oh. <laughs> it's delicious. Slurp it up. Like the, the, the pasta. Oh, the marinara, yes. <laughs> uh, so now. But, yeah, after so he stabs him, though, uh, the grandpa or somebody shoots a shotgun to like attract the zombies oh. and to finish them off. These zombies, by the way, they're, they're not fast. slow. No, they're, they're fast run. zombies. They are fucking yeah. fast. That's something about both films is like. Both both sets of zombies, they can run. Yeah, they're not these slow-ass motherfuckers <laughs> that I wish... If there's a zombie apocalypse, they better be slow. Because my ass ain't running. <laughs> no, I'll be dead. I love eating cake, and my ass is fat. So, <laughs> uh, so the, anyway, they go... Uh, the, um, the girlfriend is given birth. She pops out the kid, and uh, it's a little girl, and it's healthy. And it's indigenous, right? Like blood quantum, that that word yeah. also refers to like I don't know if they still use this in determining all ancestry or determining like bloodline, yeah, basically, and like how much percent you are of a certain um, race like or tribe, yep, or, or or different different indigenous people or native people, and so uh, the baby has enough of that bloodline in her that she is not going to be able, she's not going to succumb to the infection, right. But right. her mom is European, so she's fucked. And so <laughs> yeah. she, uh, before she turns, though, Joseph actually uh, 
shoots her. Yeah. Puts her out of her. Well, it's kind of sad too, because he lets her hold the baby at first and she holds her and she's gives the baby back. She's like, I f- feel like I want to hurt her. Yeah. Uh, you need to, yeah. You that's need a to finish very touching off. scene too, because as a parent, it's like when you have a baby and you hold that baby for the first time, you're just like, Oh my fucking God. And, and this is coming from a guy. I can't imagine what it's like for a female because she's actually, you know, has been a mother for nine months prior to this already, but holding that baby and she just says, thank you. Yeah. And then she hands it back and it's like, fuck. Yeah. That was, was heart wrenching. Also, we should talk about grandpa. This is the yes. crazy 88 scene. Yeah. Grandpa says, I'm going to stay back. You guys I'm go. I'm not leaving my land again. He's like, they, they, they took me, they told me to leave before. We're not, I'm not They're leaving not doing again. It. And he fucking goes full on fucking kill Bill. Yeah. And he takes care of all the zombies because there's an animated scene where he survives. Yes. Yep. And he yes. holds yeah, he like makes the it. zombie's he head. He gets toppled after like he fights like a shit ton of them. But then that animation is like, well, is he? Did he survive? I mean, I bet you he did. I think I, he did. I just That's why that I took it. It was like, yeah, he survived. He got He's them all. He's a survivor. And uh, he like holds one of their heads up like fucking, I don't know what this is. From <laughs> fucking uh, Clash of the Titans. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Medusa's like a Medusa's head. head. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, also, the animation stuff, I should say, like, I really dig that animation style. Yeah, it looked it really so cool. cool. It wasn't quite anime, but it was like, I don't know. It was almost like, yeah, it was also like Batman, the Batman animated series. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> I think there's like three of those animation sequences in the whole movie, mm-hmm. and they're very short. Yeah, I would have liked to see more. So, it, te- it actually tells us so much in those small increments that we see. When they pop up. Yeah, I would have liked to see more of the animation. Yeah, because it was really cool. Um, but, you know, animation's hard to do, so <laughs> I don't blame them. But regardless, uh, so so he survives, we assume. Right. And uh, now it's uh, Joseph and his mom. And the baby. And the baby, uh, three generations, and uh, they're on a boat. And that's the end. That's it. Yep. That's the end. Yeah. Leah, what would you think of this? You want to know my score? Well, yeah. Asking me yeah. 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 <laughs> well, the end of it. I don't know. What's your like, rating? My rating. I, I mean, I do like this film more than um, the Ravenous, but um, I think they're probably both fours. Okay. Okay. What are your? I mean, I love the blood splatter. I love the deaths in this film. I love that it's a fully indigenous film that was made. There's so many like the people are so badass in it. Yeah. Like no fear. Yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with you on that. Uh, David, what what did you give it for a score? I gave this a three and a half. I liked this a little bit more than the other one. I really liked that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I loved the indigenous cast. Uh, I loved like the gore was awesome. Uh, the story was interesting. I liked the characters. My only criticism, I thought some of the dialogue was a little clunky. And I also thought some of the acting was a little eh. But overall, I, I was uh, pleasantly surprised with this movie, I really enjoyed it. So three and a half for me. I'm not going to say anything different than what you guys said, but I will. I'll just, I'll just read my. Oh, yeah, I'll bring that up right now. So I, I give it four. Pamela Voorhees heads. I love this movie. I thought it was fucking awesome. I like that the uh, lead cast was indigenous. I heard talked about that. You guys have mentioned that too. I like the way they took the zombie flick and modernized it. I like the nods to Tarantino. Uh, the other nod to Tarantino was Zed's dead. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, Zed's dead, that baby. Was a, that was a big. That was a big one. The soundtrack was very Tarantino-esque too. Um, I like the gore. I like how everyone pretty much dies. <laughs> I mean, like that's something that the other movie had too. Was that everybody pretty much died? But I think that, like, 
when you have a horror movie and you have uh, people that survive, like it's like, well, that probably wouldn't happen. Everybody's yeah. gonna fucking die. <laughs> it's the zombie apocalypse. Like you're just prolonging the. Or inevitable. it's like, oh, you're just setting up a sequel. It's like, yes. nah, no, let's just kill everybody. Just <laughs> fuck out everybody. And I think, I mean, everybody pretty much dies. And I would imagine that the, the survivors, even in this movie will die also <laughs> like eventually yeah. maybe at some point but yeah. i mean if we're, we are crossing over talking about like you know the walking dead universe and they just popped out a baby on this boat i mean like for how long like they yeah. literally could be alive for another 10 years before they bite the dust that's we don't true know at this point. Yep. that's true but i no, i just really i i think this movie was awesome yeah um, i really enjoyed it so yeah, good is, picks what does that give 3. us 3.83 3.83 so 3.83 overall. That's a really good rating. Yep. Um, I, I would recommend Blood Quantum over um, The Ravenous, but Same. I think they're both really good movies. I think I think the reason why I like Blood Quantum better is because it's more action-packed. Yeah. There's more, more stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, it pretty much gets going right away. It does. It we does. also get more answers as to why things are happening in right. Blood Quantum as opposed to what happens in The Ravenous. Right. The other thing that's cool about that is, yes, we do get more answers, but the answers are don't always come like right away. It's like later on mm-hmm. that you find out little, right? Like we didn't find that they were immune until the six month later point. Yep. yep. And we didn't find out why Lysol was arrested and we didn't find out all this shit until later on in the film. And that he essentially set up that whole plan. He says later to them, like I set up this whole thing with Lilith to kill make everybody. This deconstruct <laughs> to kill everybody. Yep. Right. So he planned it way in advance. Yeah. All right, so that is The Ravenous and Blood Quantum. So check those movies out before we uh, wrap up for today. Leo, did you want to say anything else about any of these movies or anything that you do or anything that you're working on or life in general? Who cares what I'm doing? I just really want to say (laughs) thank you so much for bringing me on here with you guys. It's been such a great experience. And, you know, we came together over a single tweet of asking me what a pitch deck was. <laughs> like, that is true. You listen to my dirty sex podcast. <laughs> I listen to you two and like, yeah, it's there. been such a great experience. And I'm really glad, like you guys haven't seen either of these films and two of them, and they're both Canadian. And yep. so, so Canada awesome. has redeemed itself as there far as go. movies go, in my opinion, because before <laughs> that it was like My Bloody Valentine. Uh, We've had some stinkers. Ginger was ha- Happy Birthday to Ginger, Me. Oh, Ginger Snaps was good. Ginger Snaps was good. Happy Birthday to Me. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> but, uh, okay. So if you want to listen to Leah's podcast, it's called the Radical, Radical Sex Witches podcast. Uh, you can find them wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, or you can uh, reach out to us and uh, we can tell you. Uh, where to find it. David, how can they reach out to us? Yeah, on social media, uh, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, the Slasher app, we're the Swearwolves on all of those. Uh, on Instagram, we are the Swearwolves podcast. We have the Swearwolves YouTube channel. Uh, we have our website, theswearwolves.com, or you can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. So for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. And I'm Leah. I'm going to go nail some fish to a board and teach it to sing Bobby McFerrin songs. And I'm going to go to the top of a bridge, pull down my pants, and take a shit.
Hold on. I got to tell my wife to keep it down. She's like on the phone upstairs or something. She's yelling. Hold on. <laughs> Love you. Love you. Oh. Love you too. <laughs> Our guest also loves you. <laughs> Can you hear that the neighbor's running his goddamn lawnmower? Because like, it was no, like, okay. no, no. Okay, good. Because he had the weed whacker on like right by this wall at one point. I'm like, this is why I record in my office. <laughs> no, this you were fine. <laughs>